when I go to the grocery store, man, sometimes when I'm carrying an item, like I just feel so weird. And that has nothing to do with anything that I'm not. Anyways, let's get into it. Um, News and updates. I created a new website all on my own. I'm pretty proud of it. If you want to go check it out, it's the curiosity chamber podcast.com fully functional it's up and live and i just want to mention real quick that there is a donation tab at the top if you like the podcast and you want to show some support by all means go ahead be my guest that's not my expectation obviously podcasts are free and i do this as a way of therapy and hopefully entertain you guys and you have a good listen you know whenever you're able to listen to it just wanted to throw that news at you the podcast uh, website is live the curiosity chamber podcast.com hope to see you guys on there and without further ado let's get into this next guest Boom, and we're live. Mason Axmit, and I had no idea how to say your last name. We were just speaking offline, and thank God you told me because the, uh, the I've never seen that spelling in my entire life before. So I appreciate you being on the show, man. What's going on, Mason? I'm having a good time, dude. It's a good night. I had my day off today, so can't complain. Oh, nice, dude. What's so you have the day off? What's your uh, what's your work week look like then? Sales. So I, I work at a travel company. Um, uh-huh. So my schedule is Monday through Wednesday, nine to five, Thursday off. Then I have Saturday, Sunday shifts, and then I work. I have Sunday off. So it's a very dynamic schedule. But I am turning it around, though. I am getting a four day a week schedule, which is going to be nice. Dude, I, I saw that. Like a lot of the U.S. wants to start implementing that that four day work schedule. So yours is actually going for it. Yeah. Well, it's, it, you have to perform well and I've been performing well at the company, which is good. Um, and so that has allowed me to really move up in the company in a lot of ways. So they're giving me, they should be giving me the schedule. They haven't officially given it yet, but, uh, nice, dude. yeah, it's exciting. Congratulations. Um, hilarious that you bring that up. I'm in sales too. Well, I was, but I got laid off uh, yesterday. <laughs> Oh shit! Sorry to hear Dude, that. I was, I was there. So uh, this is like this is what I was trying to hold on to. You're like, are you gonna do this podcast yeah. full time? I'm like, uh, well, something happens, and that's what happens. So now I'm kind of like oh. in this area of like doing some soul searching, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you got this going, just ride it for a bit, see what you can do. Yeah, that's where my mindset is as well. I made a a solo podcast just kind of venting and talking about that the other day. Okay. Yeah, so we'll see where it goes. But enough about me, man. It's about you. And um, dude, the last time I saw a Yahoo.com email was like when I was signing up for fucking like naughty back pages. I saw your email address and you have Yahoo.com. Like, is that a fake email? What is uh, no, I, yep. It, oh, that's a good thing that you point that out. I'm glad you say that because I don't know if I should change my email. This is the email I've had since I was 11 years old. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I have not changed it. Well, good for you, man. Riding strong. Yep. It's been nice. It's Dude, been- Mason, who, who are you, Mason? What the, what the hell do you do, man? Uh, I am <laughs> a maker. I uh, am currently in the process of making a feature film on my own. Um, which I mean, not on my own fully. Now I'm starting to implement more actors, which has been fun, but I've been building it via social media in order to build a nice. following. Um, and it's been building a following. It's been pretty cool. So 
Uh, now I'm getting streaming on uh, Tubi and Prime, which is really cool as well. So it's kind of a, a all the good momentum is going, which is really awesome. So yeah. So how how long have you been doing this for the uh, the screenwriting and so know, creating I've, films? I've been acting since I was 12. I started in theater back then um, and got really addicted in theater. I won a bunch of like awards and acting in high school, and then did the stupid typical shit of like oh. I'm going to go and try to get my degree, uh, yeah. and go into that whole field. And then I basically had this whole falling out with my grandfather, yada, yada, yada. He's a psychopath, whatever. That's one thing. Um, I, had to, <laughs> I had to leave college and I ended up, uh, he took my whole college fund basically. And oh my God. Yeah. He's, he's crazy. He took my sister's too. And he used hers to go to Italy for a vacation. Bro, I know. What? Crazy guy. Um, your but, grandpa? Yeah, no, we don't talk to him anymore. He's a... Yeah, uh, that's enough to not talk to somebody. Exactly, he's a character. But it kind of inspired me because he took my college fund away that I uh, then got my bachelor's in a year. So I tested out of my bachelor's with uh, things called CLEP tests. So I paid 10K for the whole degree. Um, And yeah, I mean, I talk about that sometimes too. But I wrote a book on that, on uh, how you can test out of college. there it's CLEP test, C-L-E-P, college level examination programming. Um, you can get a 70% and pass multiple choice test and you can study for free online. Um, this guy <clears throat> who's a multi-billionaire created a website um, and hired a bunch of college professors to make courses over these tests. And it basically will test you out of the first three years of college. Jesus, it's called a CLEP test. I've taken CLEP. one of those and I failed that thing. CLEP, C-L-E-P. College level examination program. Gotcha. Okay. So, like, would you say you were pretty smart in um, high school, middle school? No, dude. I had a three-one GPA. Uh, That's not. That's decent. It's not. It's not great though. I wasn't like right E classes and honors classes or anything like that. I was an artist, man. I just kind of went with the flow with stuff and. I don't know. I, I found that loophole. And then I think I was also pissed off at my grandpa. So I was like, okay, fuck this. I'm inspired enough. So I went, um, and yeah, that was kind of a big part of it, I think. And, um, then I took the, he then sent the money after I finished the degree and I used it to go to Europe and travel around for a bit. Do you mind, like, can we get into that for a little bit about your grandpa or is that like too sensitive? Oh, go for it, man. I don't care. Okay, cool. appreciate it. So was your grandpa always kind of like this conniving thief, I guess? He, I don't even, I don't think that's the right word. He like has this authoritative viewpoint on life in that because he's the superior in the wow. chain of genetics that he's the grandfather he's the top he is supposed to have say over everything and he is always right he never apologizes he never does anything this is the craziest thing my mother's parents complete opposite like your mom's parents okay oh they're the nicest people on the face of the earth and like my mom's dad um this is my dad's dad is the crazy one my mom's dad is like he's kind of like an old person kind of not i wouldn't say dick that's not the right word but he's from new york so he's just tough and he like says it how it is and he's very direct so it's just it's it's he's hilarious but when you get a compliment from him it's like so euphoric and like 
<laughs> it means more. <laughs> yeah, she means it. Uh, it's crazy. Would never compliment anyone ever. That's wild. Yeah, just different people. And it's it was kind of seeing both of those growing up, I really kind of shaped my viewpoint on life and that I really could live one way or the other. And Yin and Yang, baby. You have a, a balanced life then, I guess. Uh, that's one way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the, the first time I was in New York, I'll never forget it. To go into your point about how they're like early direct. I went to a subway and this is the first building I walk in when I enter New York is a subway. And I hear this guy just fucking screaming at the uh, the subway artist or whatever the fuck they're called. He's like, I asked for fucking four meatballs. Put more meatballs on there. Just like screaming over how many meatballs were on the sandwich. Yeah, and that's a big deal, man. <laughs> fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah, man. I was like, okay. <laughs> that's new york in a nutshell oh yeah absolutely and that's that's all their personality my favorite one of my favorite stories from my grandfather from new york he uh he's a thick like thick new york accent and uh-huh. when he talks there's one time i went up to him when i was like 11 or 12 i was like yeah english is such a tough language for foreigners because there's two two and two and they're there and there and he goes yeah and soren and soren and i was like <laughs> what? And he goes soren and soren like, soren in a plane and you're soren wood oh shit (laughs) you're right pops (laughs) don't hit me again you're right (laughs) he was he was was a good guy he's very very kind man he's still alive too he's still kicking too no that's good that's good um the the grandpa that uh that took this money Mm. What was, do you know what his parents, so it'd be your great grandparents? Cause a lot of times yeah. you see some similarities or like he so was I, treated like shit. I never met my great grandfather, but I've heard stories about who he was. And so it's, it's really like, it's your perception on your life, dude. And like, you can view things in so many different ways. My yeah. grandfather is so hung up on an event that happened to him. Oh man. When he was 11. Now granted, I will tell you what the event is is very fucked up. Okay. Um his father when he was 11 years old took him into the bedroom while his mother was cheating on the father and like showed him. He's like, "Look what your slut mother's doing." Whoa. Yeah, like obviously that would fuck with anybody. Uh, oh dude, that's a whole bag of issues for a lifetime. Yeah. Right? Whoa. Exactly. But holding on to that is really what's going to affect your whole view on your life Mm -hmm. and not being able to be okay with what happened. Like he never got over things like that. And there's dude, those were different people back then too, man. Just the way they like held on to shit. Like if you showed any emotion, you were a bitch. Yep, exactly. As a man. Damn, man. That's pretty horrific. Good Lord. And is, is, is that guy... Still alive around kicking? He's still alive. He actually just reached out to my dad for the first time in eight years, like wow. yesterday. Um, and my dad or my grandpa was like, hey, look, can we make amends? My dad was like, yeah, you need to apologize for a lot of the shit you did. And he like freaked out and was like, I'm never going to apologize. You should apologize to me. I'm the grandfather. And wow. that's the end of it. <laughs> So when you hear that, like, what do you immediately think of, man? Like, you like, do you think that you don't want to be like, you can either go two ways, man. You can look at like, look at that and be like, I don't ever want to grow up and be like that. Or you can be like, I kind of see his point. And then you end up in that path. Well, 
like you can empathize with a person. It's it's like you can empathize with what they went through because like yes, that's a horrific incident. But if I do what he does and blame everybody in my life and get mad at all these other people that they may have hurt me or whatever but if i keep holding on to that it's still like you bring it to your present day so it's just you're reliving that shit over and over so like you can't you really have to find the way to enjoy your life how many people hold do you think more people hold on to shit nowadays or no absolutely I think depression yeah. is worse than it's ever been. I think anxiety is worse than it's ever been. Suicide yeah. is statistically worse than it's ever been. Because, I mean, we're like programmed into our phones. If you actually look at charts of depression and suicide, it has mm-hmm. directly increased from 2011. It's like tripled in numbers. Yeah, and that's not when social media was created. It's when the cell phone, like social media came to the cell phone. Yeah, exactly. I believe, we'll right? have it right in your pocket. You're addicted to this fake false persona that you create online and that's who you demonstrate yourself to be what do you think about the the colleges nowadays with the uh with the safe spaces and and people that have like a different um i guess thought process on some topics aren't even they're basically being ostracized and not allowed to to voice their opinion you know because it goes against what the college kids believe in and they like they're calling it ptsd now they're calling it trauma i'm reading this book right now and it's like a lot of these college kids specifically in brown college that like oh that's really that's really close to where i am actually yeah (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's wild dude they'll hold like protests um if someone with with a a different set of values or an argument i guess to to what the topic's going to be they'll hold these protests and basically say that this is traumatizing. Like it could trigger something in me. So we have to keep these people away. They don't even want to hear the other part of the conversation. Oh, of course. And I think not. that's de- detrimental. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the thing is, is that those people need to go experience any culture that's not America and realize that America is really fucking easy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like be for real. sure. You know the average family of four income for a day is one dollar and twenty-five cents. We're the one percent of the fucking world. If you Absolutely. live in the United States. Absolutely. You have it so easy if you're here. So easy. And we bitch yeah. and all the time. It's yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, oh my feet hurt. my feet hurt but i could take a picture and make thousands of dollars if i just post them as well (laughs) it's so crazy too like just uh, unbelievable how society's (laughs) changed and so quickly but it's still the same shit it's still the same type of shit just on a different device yeah i'm are you worried I guess for what the future is, or do you think it's kind of like a pendulum and it'll swing back as far as like wokeness goes? I don't even, yeah. Wokeness, I guess (laughs) everything seems wrong right now, dude. (laughs) Well, so like, here's the thing. I think everything is going to keep spreading in both directions. So I think the resistance to it is going to be stronger. And I think the extremity of it is going to be stronger being from Colorado, dude. Like there's, I was a teacher for two years and there was oh. kids at my school. This is a middle school. You're ground zero. Oh yeah, they wanted to be cats and shit. Like, <laughs> like there was a girl who wanted to have a litter box in the bathroom. Like, I not not a fucking joke. At yeah. all. That's um, 
How yeah. is that not a joke, right? <laughs> oh, because she's allowed to feel that way because your feelings are so important and it's just uh they don't they don't mention the the crazy dude they they had a rule in a certain school in texas that they outlawed red pens because red pens were offensive and that's the shit i'm talking about man we need to shift it to purple pens because they're less offensive meanwhile this is a school Mm -hmm. i was teaching at that during covid the kids that just came from mexico were online so they literally spoke zero English and I was teaching them sixth grade English, teaching them like, like Huckleberry Finn kind of language where it's oh, man. What? normal straight language. It's kind of like colloquial and it, it, the like local tongue kind of language. Jeez, dude. Wow. And these kids, there's three kids in the class who spoke zero English at all. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, so can I have them like teach, like study Duolingo or something like that? Like, like, can they actually learn something? And the law in Colorado says that it's too racist to suggest that if a person has lived in the United States for one year, they have to be in the English class with the other kids, but they don't speak the language at all. So they're like lost and you feel terrible for them. It's like, come on, man. There was this um, experiment done. Maybe you've seen it. It's it's all over YouTube. And this kid, maybe it was you. I don't know. Maybe you did this experiment. Kind of looked like you. He was um, he dressed up in a poncho for I, I think it was Cinco de Mayo. Oh, that was. And he had Mar- he had maracas. Yeah, I've he had seen a, that. Yeah. a fake mustache, right? And he went to the to a college, and every college kid that's not Mexican was like, "This is fucking offensive. What are you doing? Like, you're not Mexican. You shouldn't be wearing that." Just so appalled and like basically somehow playing victim. I don't know how they were doing it or twisting it, but they were playing victim and saying what he is doing is completely wrong. And then he went on the other side of town to uh this, it's like little Mexico. Everyone's Mexican. They're like native as hell. And they, they saw nothing wrong with it. They're like, Oh, I love it. I love the maracas. I love yeah, the pancho. You have on. I love the hat. Yeah. This is fun. Awesome. I love so it. it. Dude. Like, how perfect is that experiment? That just shows. If you put what on the fuck is going on. Go to Germany, they're gonna love you. It's not like they're offended. Like, what you're so like? Why are you doing this? It's like going to a Texas rodeo dressed like a cowboy. Like they fuck. Yeah, them. dude. Like it's part of their culture. You're doing the shit they do. <laughs> it's cool. So to 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 bring this back into like your your filmmaking, like oh my, do you have to be so offensive. I realize it every time I do okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, like, do you have to be aware of what you're doing, or do you just kind of be like, "Yo, this is me. I don't give a fuck. I, I don't I, like this is how I express myself. I you like I, it. You like it. Yeah, exactly. I used to be in that mindset of like, yeah, I want to appease everybody. I wrote a film about a lesbian because I wanted all the gay community to like it, and nobody yeah. liked uh, it because it's not me writing it. Like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't fit. Yeah. Now I just write exactly what my experiences and i realized that people relate to it more all over the world like my editor for my film is in the philippines and he relates to my film just as much in there because their culture is depressed as shit too because they're all addicted to their fucking phones yeah so wow it's everywhere it's everywhere and everybody feels it it's this like tremendous depression like i don't know you kind of have to like live life outside of the technology and it becomes far more enjoyable when you do that I lost my phone for five days when I was fishing. I dropped it in a lake mm-hmm. and that was the best time of my life. <laughs> really? It's amazing. Dude, 
<laughs> I dropped it in the in the lake, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm not gonna get that. I'm not even gonna call to replace this. Like, I'm just gonna live my life without this constant nagging, this constant anxiety attached to my hip. And sure enough, dude, when you put that shit down, you start noticing so much more. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how much you're missing because we just have this phone attached to us. It really is. Yeah. Because we're our heads are down. Like you're on a train in the morning. Everybody's face is buried straight in their lap. Yeah, buried down. Or do you think even when you when you put your head up that you're still thinking about what you just saw? So you're not even thinking about what's around you. You're still exactly. pretty much like processing what you were just looking at. Exactly. 100%. Dude, crazy. And we don't Fucking, live in the, uh, the world. It's like I realized how much social anxiety I developed over the years from it too, that I was like almost terrified to talk to people who were strangers just because yeah. it's like, fuck, dude. Yeah. Like, like it's it's sad to say, but it's it's kind of the reality. And I notice it with other people. They're nervous to talk to people too. Like, That's like a pandemic, bro. Yeah. No, it right? is. It absolutely <laughs> is. <laughs> That's I mean, that's like to bring this topic up, I guess, but like that's the fucking school shooter thing, too. That's really a mental illness issue. Like we don't solve the mental Mm -hmm. illness crisis that's causing people to be that psychotic. I couldn't agree more with that. It's needs. We need to do something about the mental health crisis in the country. I don't know. That's what my film's about is the two of the characters, one of them, they're brothers um, but they switch. One of them goes from being happy to being tragic. And one of them goes from being tragic to being happy. And it's about the journey between the two and how it happens. Um, and so I, it's, it, I play both characters cause I, I'm writing and doing everything. Um, myself, yeah. and it's just easy to hire somebody for free when it's you. Um, of course. Yeah. It just makes it easier. Uh, but I don't know. It, I really feel good with it. It's uh, it's actually based on a, a true story of two twin brothers. One of them was in prison. One of them was a multimillionaire. And an interviewer interviewed both of them and asked them the same question, which was, how did you end up here? And they both answered with the same sentence, which was, with a father like mine, how else would you end up? Oh, Jesus. Isn't that nuts? That is crazy. I love shit like that, though. Yeah. It's cool. Wow. That's like this kind of dark poetry. A little right. Bit. It is, yeah. but it's, it's also the reality of it. Like you, you choose your destiny, you choose your attitude, you choose where you go. Do you think that a lot of these uh, school shooters are all taking the same kind of like antidepressants or like any kind of pharmaceuticals? So I actually, I knew, I, I this is one anecdote. I knew one school shooter back in Colorado when I lived there. He, we did theater together growing up. And I remember he was on antidepressants growing up, but he was in high school doing like meth and cocaine and like oh Jesus, yeah. like extreme drugs. Yeah, um, and like he went into the school to shoot it up. He was on meth and coke. Like it's wow. And his whole his whole logic was that the other kid was going to shoot up the school, and he was going to be the hero and murder the school shooter. But what the reality was is when he stood up, he like pointed the guns at everybody, and this dude tackled him, and he murdered the kid. Like, whoa, filed not guilty, bro. (laughs) That's fucking crazy. I was shocked. I was shocked by that. I was like, do you think that he was disturbed since you obviously we know now, but I'm talking about leading up to that. Like if you knew him, knew him personally. So he, he was in my little sister's uh, music class and I saw him perform and like, 
he was like 15 years old and he like got down on his knees and was belting it out. And it was just really dramatic and like unnecessary for a 15 year old. Mm. It wasn't a musical. Like he wasn't playing a character. He was just singing as a recital and it was just very <laughs> vain. Of a, It was me and my mom. We watched it. We we're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. It felt very some, something's off. But yeah. when it happened, we were shocked. Like we didn't expect mm. it. But then when you look back at it, the trail leads. It like all lines up. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think in most cases it does? Like throughout all of these shootings and shit? Do you think there's it has right? to. Like you you like there was kids in my high school that when I would talk to them, I was like, oh, I'm gonna be weary of you. I'm gonna be nice to you just because I don't wanna die. So strange, man. We always like humans have that inkling. You can just tell something, something within the eyes or like the way they, they, they their mannerisms are. Yeah, yeah, dude. There's a kid in my high school who would yell like scrumptiousness at the top of his lungs, just down the hallways. And he would like yeah. dress up as the Joker after Heath Ledger's Joker and would like, he would like whisper in my ear that people were going to rape me. Like he was just, oh, maybe he wanted you to rape him, dude. He Jesus. was a weird guy. He was a weird yeah, guy, but I always felt weary of him in that way. Cause of that shit. When you're put in that position, if you're weary of someone, what's your, what's your game plan? Do you try to be on their good side or do you try to avoid them? Cause I, I remember I tried to like, scenario. if they're like strangers <laughs> on the street, I walk away. <laughs> if it's a stranger, I would walk away too. But at if my school, I'm like, work with, it's like, yeah. uh, just don't piss them off. <laughs> dude, I, I worked with this kid, um, couple jobs ago and a couple years ago as well and this dude was so dosed up on fucking antidepressants he was so dosed up on adderall like the amount of adderall he told me he took well i was just like there's no way that you should be alive right now or working or operating a forklift for christ's mm -hmm. sake and yeah. dude when like when i looked at his eyes i i, it, I don't know if i'm if i have like something special about me i guess but Maybe other people can do this, but if I look in someone's eyes, I can, it's like a fucking window to me, man. I can tell if yeah. you're all there or not all there. Oh yeah. There's a connecting thing. Like, okay. Yeah. Eyes, you say the eyes are the window of the soul. Like it's the like part that literally connects us. I, yeah, I buy into that a hundred percent because dude, I see like sometimes in people, I see these gerbil eyes, just nothing behind them. Just like completely gone, completely whacked. I'm like, fuck. Really? That's terrifying. Yeah, man. Just like kind of like they look so black they're not really black but to me they look black and just like there's there's nothing behind those eyes it's really particular when i see this mm. yeah it's it's, oh, man, it's always that i know that they're on prescription drugs too i'm like this dude's gotta be on it's a high really it's something. prescription drugs are not a good thing at all like it one of the worst things that happened to our society, like it, it literally causes more depression, which is one of the craziest things, the way it like formats itself. I know that's controversial to say, but what, like what the fuck ever. It's the curiosity chamber, man. That's what we do here. Cool. I'd like to hear that. Yeah. He, <laughs> like the thing is, cause you think about it, it heightens your dopamine. So it releases all of your dopamine at once and floods your system with dopamine. So you have a storage of dopamine that you just depleted. So yes. now you become reliant off of the drug in order to release dopamine instead of like going for a run or lifting weights or I don't know. Exactly, dude. There's natural ways to like, dude, do you think that our ancestors were on fucking antidepressants? No, they went for a run. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, they were active. Yes, literally. dude, they were active. Just they were, they, they had to like survive. And I feel like that's what 
is missing from this world. We're so comfortable. You can order fucking groceries from your couch now. Yeah. You don't even have to go to the store, dude. Yep. It's I think, crazy. Yeah. I need to go to the store. There's like a, a emotional thing to me. I like have to get the fuck out of my house. Picking the fruit myself and like no one touched yeah. this except for the people that were the farmers and the, the people who packaged it or whatever. Is that what you do? You go uh, organic? You go to the farmer? The farmer's I, I, market? It matter. I, I get food where food presents itself. <laughs> Love <laughs> what if it's on the, the food. back of a... <laughs> Love free food. Whenever somebody pays for my meal, I'm like, Love you. You're amazing. <laughs> Pay it forward, bitch. I'm not even going <laughs> to fight you over the bill. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, it's it's been a real problem because I know that the um, our doctors, dude. The, the big problem is that there's always a fucking money incentive, dude. How is there a commission plan for doctors and prescriptions? So the here's the craziest thing. So that I was dating this girl who was a pharmaceutical manager, and she was explaining that all pharmaceutical companies work in this way. They are simultaneously creating two products. One of those products is like a regular day lotion of some kind or something like that. That's like going to benefit you, quote unquote, but Mm -hmm. they put a chemical in it that causes a certain type of cancer. They also create the treatment, not the cure, but the treatment for that same cancer. So they give you cancer and then they treat your cancer and they keep the cycle going. So you, they make never ending money and they never actually give you healing or the benefits that you want from the original lotion. It's probably the most fucked up thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Isn't that insane? That's it. It is insane, but I I, I kind of had a feeling about that because I talked to a bunch of people. I do like this research and shit, and I'm like, okay, dude, if the health industry fixed a person, they stop getting money. So why would they 100% heal somebody? That makes no sense. That's a I, bad business plan. It's – I it. So uh, multiple people have told me in that industry that they are sure that the cure for cancer has been discovered, but they will not release it. And they have, there are stories of people like killing the people who have uncovered the cure for cancer. That's so fucking disturbing. And because it would lose so many jobs. Like so many people are employed off of cancer being a thing. Yikes, dude. Yeah. That's a whole nother aspect too. Like, these diseases are paying for a fuckload of people's salaries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> obesity and oh, like, I, I just yeah, it's all addictive. That's why all the junk food's addictive. That's why all the fucking like fast food joints are addictive. Like they purposely make it addictive, so you keep doing it. The lighting choice on your phone screen is meant to resonate with the human eye to make it like attracted to it. Good lord! Like detail by detail, like that, man. It's fucking nuts. Makes sense. Yeah, I was wondering too that I'm like, dude, before they released social media, they probably knew exactly what the fuck this was going to do. Oh yeah. Well, you think so? You don't think they were just like in this like greedy mindset of like, I don't know, I can make a ton of fucking money by doing this, and like, I'm sure that was there. I'm sure they did trials with people, and they have charts that are like, whoa. This could be fucking bad if we release this onto the wild. Let's do it. Because they know exactly what you were saying, dude. They would make so much fucking money. Yeah. Have you watched The Social Dilemma? I have. Yeah, that documentary is tough. That's a tough watch. Because all these people who like ran the company say don't download social media. Yeah, good luck. (laughs) It's, It's almost like a necessary evil. But like, 
it's for sure it is definitely evil dude if you have a business or if you're like the business i'm in or the business you're in like you you almost need social network to survive yeah absolutely so how else are we going to get that shit out there i mean you're we're literally talking boston to chicago right now like that's uh-huh like uh-huh i can talk to people in the philippines via f- phone call now like for free <laughs> it's crazy it's just the whole world's at your access i always wondered what like some indigenous tribes feel like like what it would be like to live as them for like a little bit to be on like the island off of just the name like, of the island off the yeah country. man yeah, people who like throw spears at any passersby no idea what the fuck a phone is like maybe you've seen it but you don't know like the the intimate details about it yep yeah be an easy, easier life i think yeah what, what do you think that life would be like though dude i feel like like in the, in the sense of like community you know what i mean like i feel like if it wasn't for diseases and shit i think they're they're living so fucking happily mm. within their tribe yeah and i mean they, they do their primal things they hunt and while they're hunting they're running so they're feeling good and they're mm-hmm not consumed by not having a purpose their purpose is to eat food that they get for everybody that's around them they have each other's backs at all times like there's this fucking brotherhood this family so tight that we're missing from our culture nowadays yes and that sucks i hate that absolutely but they're like like everyone's against everybody but say that again it almost seems like everybody's against everybody. People don't want to see people succeed else. anymore. I think they're all scared of everyone. I think everybody's just terrified of everything going wrong all the time. There's like yeah. a fear thing. Like this is what the fucking media does. All this new shit. Like they mm-hmm. hype you up, make you think that the world's ending. Like this is why I literally haven't watched the news in like seven years because I can't. Same here. It. It's it's too much. It's it's just the world's ending. You're fucking gonna die and. It's just, they all have jowls and they're just gross. Like it's just, it's, it's unnecessary and it's, it's purposefully made again to do the same type of shit, to get viewership by shocking you and making you terrified. It's strategies that I use in filmmaking. So it's mine's fiction. So it's telling a story. It's not like trying to ruin society. (laughs) I I think the news channels are fucking fiction too, man. They absolutely are. It's entertainment. Yeah, it's enter, but people don't take it as entertainment. That's the thing is, a lot of our society watches it and believes the shit they see and read. That that's their team, dude. That's their team, and it's ride or die. Yeah, red yeah. or blue, baby. It's oh my god. I don't know how this day and age that you haven't fucking figured it out yet. That I, uh, the separation, I, like, is is it's happening on purpose, man. The 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 more they can divide, the easier it is for them to fucking conquer. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and that's why they don't want a third or a fourth or a fifth party when we need five fucking parties because people have these extremist ideas. At nausea, man, I talk about it. I'm like, we we're fucking human beings. We're the most complex species in the goddamn world. Okay, yeah. you think that there's only two parties? Literally, that, that like sufficient. I, I have half of my viewpoints in both parties. Which is and and the viewpoints I have are a watered down version of both parties' version of it. I just don't understand why people get so fucking butthurt over it. Like, it, mm-hmm. if you if you agree with some shit that red says, like blue will just go fucking nuts, or vice versa, dude. Like, why are you so indoctrinated with this shit? They, this is the media. 
Because the media. They do, dude, I did my – so I did my bachelor's thesis on uh, Nazi propaganda because I did it in history. And the stuff they wrote in, in their newspapers is exactly what American media posts all the Oof. time. It's exactly oh my the same. Lord. The only it works. That's the, why. The difference is, is they just verbiage it different. Instead of saying yeah, Jew, yeah. they say like – business owners or like the, there's a scapegoat there's like somebody to blame for everything anti-vaxxers or the vaccinator yes, right it's somebody's fucking fault like it, it's never their own responsibility that we have to do something to fix this it's let's complain that all these other people ruined it there was such a huge correlation between the nazis and jews and the fucking anti-vaxxers vaccine parties like dude it mm-hmm. was it was so similarly close dude it's it's all of them though. It's like it's it's all of this tribalistic shit. Like they they just go after it every single ten years. It's the same arguments, just a different topic, eh, but pretty much the same topic. What do you make about the uh, the aliens? The aliens? What what has been happening with the aliens? No way. I I You're... I don't pay attention to the media, bro. I don't at all. They had a um like an official hearing, like some um the hell is it called man when someone a bell ringer a whole what's it called dude when someone sees something a whistleblower oh yeah 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 okay they had three whistleblowers sorry everyone for listening like you probably knew the answer and here's my dumb ass trying to spit it out (laughs) whistleblower there were three of them and they're confirming that they have aliens in the government's possession really yeah, dude. Like they've so been here they, since. Like they confirming that they have like photographic evidence or something. Photographic evidence. They have the word they're using is like biologics. They have pilots of it. Oh, yeah, shit like that, dude. Like, re- there's a two hour. I I would recommend if you're into it, watch mm-hmm. it. You can just like skim through and try and see if you think this is a if this is real or if this is some kind of ploy. Because now. I've always believed in aliens, but now that they're pushing this so fucking hard, I'm like, okay. What's the name of it? Um, I would say UFO whistleblowers. Okay, on YouTube or UAP whistleblowers, you'll see it. You sound like this the C-SPAN stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but when when the government starts pushing out shit like this, I get very weary. I'm like, so what's what's the cover up? Why are you saying? Why are you saying this now? You know, like, is, is this another plan to try and keep us fucking locked in our house or keep us scared or what? I think I, I think it's just so easy to leak out information now that when they get caught, they can't really do anything about it. Yeah. Like, bro, like, you can't commit crimes nowadays. True. Yeah, you're right. You really can't. Like, every Very hard. camera. Like you're you're constantly being watched everywhere by something. It might not be Big Brothers constantly staring at you, but you're you can't do anything wrong without getting caught, really, or at least like most cases, people are ratting on themselves and don't even know it. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> Just posting a fucking video of you like doing something illegal and then post it to Instagram, try and get some clout, try and get some likes, and all of a sudden, some kind of agency sees it and fucking bust your ass. <laughs> you know <laughs> i've met multiple people that that's happened to <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah yeah that's pretty funny um did you see the um 
that you're able to make payments with your palm. Like you can put a chip in your palm or some shit. Not even that, bro. You can just put your put your palm on the scanner and read your palm print. Obviously, it puts you in a database, but you don't even got to use a credit card or anything. Yo, what the fuck? Oh my god, that's kind of weird, isn't it? Yo, I've heard of people like saying that they want to put a chip in their brain at some point so they can have like their phone in their brain. I'm like, fuck you, dude. That's the most yeah. awful experience I can imagine. I agree. I agree. But here, check this out. Okay. So if you have a chip, now we have to think about this. If you have a chip in your brain, you have instant access to the internet, meaning you have every answer possible. That gives someone a substantial advantage over someone that doesn't have yeah, a chip their in their brain. thoughts are now like trackable. Oh, yeah, dude. For, yeah, forget about it. That's, that, <laughs> that's the, like huge dude they're doing they're already doing that though like here's here's a much less lazy way to go about it pull your fucking fat fingers into (laughs) your pocket and pull out your fucking phone and type (laughs) no you no don't tell me what to do you fucking bigot (laughs) (laughs) like it's so much easier (laughs) you have it you sound like your grandpa now dude shut up (laughs) 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 that authoritarian good See, I got both sides. It's everywhere. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, dude. It's blended into me. <laughs> dude, they actually do have this. Um, they're testing this shit in China right now. This brain scan. They they like hover a halo around the. They're doing this in like elementary schools. I don't know if you've seen this. They put like a, a halo around the kids' heads, and the teacher is tracking what the fuck they're thinking of and if they're off topic they can see if they're off topic wait get punished halo, like what wait whoa 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 hold up hold up how does this halo track their thoughts like this they're obviously okay you're talking to the wrong person but okay. they obviously if they let's think about this if if they were doing some tests okay so they put they put this halo on their head and i'm just i'm just going on a ween here is it like a like hat this, kind of like no it's just like a, a a thin plastic headband it looks like okay and it, like it, it just goes around their skull so i'd imagine in order to kind of dial it in i guess they put it around there and start tracking and have them do homework and and kind of read what the brain looks like when they're doing homework so they have what that model looks like on the laptop, you know, like whatever, whatever that, that structure looks like, or like chart looks like you can tell if someone's focused. And if it starts, if it starts going elsewhere, like you start getting these, I don't know, just fading away of this bar graph going elsewhere. It's not consistent. starts like going a little bit higher than normal. Then you know that they're, they're not paying attention to their homework. Like their mind is drifting a little bit. Yo, artists are fucked in China. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Forget about it. If you're an artist, you're probably going to get hey, shot. All the ADHD. Literally almost every person I know has ADHD. Like, it, do, you think, do you think ADHD is real? I think that's just how humans behave and we act like it's some disease, like there's some problem with the person who has it. What do you think about putting a child on medication like that's that? so dumb. They're kids. Yeah. I'll be straight up with that. Like, I don't know. I'm very opinionated if if you haven't been able to tell that so far. (laughs) We don't allow that on this show. Oh, good. Good. (laughs) good. I I figure like living life, you kind of have to be a little bit opinionated. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's day and age. Yeah. Absolutely. It's 
I guess, personality. I don't know. <laughs> um, sorry, I lost track. Where were we? We were talking about kids being um, on oh, medication. On drugs, yeah. yeah. I, like, I don't know. Would you give pot to your kid because he needs to relax more? Like, no. Exactly. Why is it the same? Why is it not the same? Yeah, why is a pharmaceutical drug okay? Yeah, for a kid, no one bats an eye at that. But yeah, it's a good point, man. If you were like, here, eat this edible, people would probably freak the fuck out. Here, eat this mushroom. I'm not. I'm not going to give shrooms to a five year old. You kidding me? Like, have you give shrooms to to a sixteen year old? Sixteen year olds are too young still. Like, I don't. Yeah, that that's an intense drug. Yeah, your brain's your brain is still developing, man. Absolutely, alcohol too, bro. Yes, all of it. Like. That shit seems like it's um. What happened? <laughs> what happened? Why does alcohol get that free pass? Um, because it's been in society so long that we know so much about it. I think. I think people like. I don't know. There's kind of just like a culture to it. Like in the Middle Ages, they couldn't figure out how to cook the dirt out of water, so they drank beer for water. They would drink like yeah. two, two pints of beer a day, and like that was like strictly for sanitation. Well, because because they didn't understand that you could boil water, and that would get the dirt and germs out of it. They just realized that like water was like gross so frequently. But when they make beer, they boil the water, and they didn't realize that beer was what was helping them because the water was boiled. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out like they had <laughs> Marcos is fucked up again. <laughs> Why is he tripping over his shoes? <laughs> but these were kids and you know <laughs> that stuff too. It wasn't. It was adults and kids. It was like the culture of the Middle Ages. You had to have known that you were getting fucked up, though. Yeah, but they wouldn't drink. They wouldn't necessarily drink that much. Like uh, it, it was their hype. Some would. Some whores would. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Look at all stories from all periods of time, and there's tons of drunk people all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Jesus has he turned the water into wine, dude. Like straight up. That's yeah. That's alcoholism. That it's stud level stuff, though. That's like the life <laughs> of the party in a nutshell. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just it's so interesting to me that you can you can sign your life away to the military at 18 but you can't have a legal drink. Like there's just some shit that doesn't make sense to me. It's a lot of shit in this world that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's just yeah. It's created by people <laughs> who want the the money to flow to them at the top. That's what it is. You ever yeah. notice the people in the chain of command at any job that you have, like the higher up in the chain of command you go, the less work they do and the more they get paid? I wrote that down the other day. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's so true. It's so fucking true. It's very interesting. But I mean, it, it makes sense. Like you have the energy when you're younger, but I guess like take advantage of that mindset. But you got to it's it's crazy. It's it's very whole world's very very interesting, and they don't teach you about most of it in school at all. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of the uh, the courses in school should our whole school system needs an overhaul. I, yes, amen. Totally agree. Yeah, dude, because uh, like it almost seems like the same regimen as it was back in the the fucking nineteen hundreds, dude. It is. No, it was it was created during the I think it was the 50s specifically to um beat the Russians in the space race. So they've focused on STEM fields. Really? Yeah, that's why STEM is such a primary focus in schools is because of that 
starting point. I, I think it was Eisenhower that in, implemented that. Uh, it has that factory layout too, like the assembly line. What do you mean? Like the factory assembly line? Yeah. Well, like there's this 1880s. That's older. Yeah. But, yeah. No, it's all the same. It's all the same mindset. Like they're just trying to create people to behave a certain way. But like if they really wanted to benefit children, what they should teach as a whole, especially in high school, personal finance, how to manage your own money, how 100%. to exercise like yeah. regularly. Yeah. And I mean, there, there's a few other, I mean, how to do a mortgage, how to do your taxes, how to grocery shop appropriately, how to dress. Coping mechanisms, dude. Yeah. Coping mechanisms, how to deal with addiction if you have it. Like there's, these are real life problems that you're probably going to see. Yes. And it, not going to be seeing fucking calculus. No, <laughs> I, I, I don't No, Not unless you're an engineer and I, they, yes. they want to program people like that. But I think the biggest thing, dude, is we don't have in society this like in America, especially there's this like work, work, work mindset, like keep working, keep going. It's, it's, I think it's become unhealthy in a lot of ways. The, the podcast I did yesterday, something kept popping into my mind before I, before I did it. And it was, I quit my life so I could work. Mm. And what I mean by that is just like you, like everyone had a fucking dream at one point. Everyone has aspirations. Mm -hmm. And in most cases, people take these jobs that they don't even fucking want and quit. Like they just give up on their life, dude. Mm -hmm. It's so fucking sad. Like that's, that's what we have going on here, mm -hmm. man. There's like this hierarchy too. Like always just sit in your chair. Don't fucking question authority. Yeah. Like do as you're told. I know better than you because I'm older. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. And it's God damn. a bunch of insecure people demanding other things from other people. Yeah. How's that going to work out? That's how has that's it worked how out? It is working out. <laughs> yeah. How is it working out? It's never going to It's going to be like that forever. The thing that's crazy, like I study like philosophy from like Roman times. So like Marcus Aurelius and a lot of like, I'll study like ancient Greek philosophy too. Hell yeah. Concepts. They're talking about the same concepts then as people talked about in the 1600s, the, the 1900s. And now it's the same exact concepts, just different playing fields. No shit. It's <laughs> same wow. concepts, bro. That's mind blowing. It's cool. I mean, that's just, that's how wisdom really works is like the more life knowledge you gain the more you notice the similarities it's really it's ageless awesome. huh it's ageless yeah it'll just is. continue throughout time that's awesome absolutely absolutely it's like the themes of good and evil and love like they just they always exist right right what what are your biggest failures would you say man biggest failures Ooh. yeah um besides hopping on this podcast <laughs> Uh, <laughs> definitely. I would say it's, it's hard to say because like I learned something from my failures. If I don't, then it's not like beneficial because I think the word failure kind of makes it seem like you it, it went awfully and nothing good came of it. And you have to fail. That's just, that's you a do. part of life, like life and death. You have to fucking fail. Yeah. So I think the time I, I would say I did specifically, it's been very much with my film career. I, the first long form film I made was like 25 minutes and I just kind of overestimated some of my budgets, especially 
and like how much money it really costs to make a movie. And so mm. there was like one day that I didn't have, I, I was renting a castle and it was $2,500 for a day. So I had to get everything. Oh, it was nuts. Um, <laughs> so I dropped like four, $4,500 on that film. Um, and it's won festivals on multiple continents, but it's like, it hasn't really made me any money or anything like that. And it wasn't, it didn't do what I wanted it to do. And if you watch it, it's not bad. It's just not like it's amateur. It's, it's, it's weakly put together, but there's like glimmers of like good things that I think you could see in my personality forming as star or style goes and writing goes as a, as a, a filmmaker but it's definitely like a 20 year old made a film. That's definitely the energy of it. Yeah. The, my next question was like, why, why do you think failing was so important? Because it goes hand in hand, bro. Right? Like, dude, you have to fail because if you, if you don't have that failure, then you'll just keep like, you'll never know what you were capable of, I guess. Well, so mine was a very egotistical thing for me growing up. Like I, was very driven by this mindset of like, I'm, I'm great. I can fucking do it. And then when I go and try it and fail, it like destroys your ego. And it's like, (laughs) it's, Oh fuck. I'm this fucking miserable thing, but you kind of need that. And that's why those things happen. So Mm -hmm. you understand what to do next time. And I think like one of the biggest things, one, you do have to keep your ego out of it. Um, you you create art for the sake of creating the art piece and what the themes of that story are. And you should, should be true to the characters that you're portraying um, because being honest in that is going to create a better impact for the world. And when you perform or act or act like a filmmaker or a writer from a state of I'm better than other people, or I'm more deserving then you create shittier work. Just to- Do you think Hollywood lost that? I guess battle. Yeah. No, I think Hollywood is like the rest of the world in that it's systemized and they pump out the same films because they know they're successful. Um, and they work with the same writers because the same writers create those same stories and they already know them. They don't really seems like they're added, like putting a different color to a character. (laughs) Like, like no, like movies, like it's the same superhero just with a different color skin. Yeah, dude. Like even like Mermaid right now. Mermaid. Well, uh, Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. I didn't yeah. see that. Well, it's a, it's the same fucking movie. It's just African American now, and they keep like they keep like, dude. There are so many stories that you can make authentic about African Americans. Like, dude, they have so much fucking history. Yes. Yes. Why use Little Mermaid? But Little Mermaid's Danish. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Well, it's it, like it's like Matt Damon playing a Chinese guy. Like, why are you doing it? Like, it, it, it's inappropriate. <laughs> it doesn't fit the culture. So fucked up, man. It happened. That, that's a. I'm not making that up. He actually played a Chinese character in a historical Chinese film, and he's a white man from Boston. <laughs> How did this happen? How? Yeah, man. I who gave, who gave this the okay? Like, what the fuck? This is like 10, 15 years ago. This is a while ago. I forget the name of the, What's movie. the movie called. Oh fuck, man! What is the name of that movie? I could probably Google Matt Damon Chinese guy. <laughs> yeah, please. I wanna I wanna list. I wanna uh, speak that out into the uh, the podcast so yeah. everyone can go listen, watch that. Uh, 
the Great Wall. <laughs> like, oh my god. The Great Wall. The Great Wall. Legendary's Matt Damon. Wall tells the story of an elite force making a valiant stand for humanity on the world's most iconic structure. It's Matt Damon, okay. Willem Dafoe, <laughs> and Pedro Pascal. <laughs> oh, wow, man. And then everybody else. I, I don't know if they're all Chinese, but they, they're all Asian. All the extras are fucking Chinese, and then the main actors are American. The main white. actors are Willem Dafoe, Matt Damon, and Pedro Pascal. That's <laughs> crazy. Chinese people are after them. <laughs> that, that that's Hollywood in a nutshell, man. Literally. Good lord! Oh wow, man. it's it literally is. They they they're hypocritical <laughs> in nature, and that's. I mean, it's. I saw this thing. I don't know if it's true because you don't know what's true on the media, but I really hope it is. This was during COVID where a bunch of uh, celebrities in Hollywood apparently spelled out, we're all in this together with their yachts and took a, a picture of it from a, like a helicopter. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. If that's real. I, I, I saw it. So it's online. So it's quote unquote real. So probably I can not. see them doing that, man. Thinking like, yeah. yeah, my yacht's probably the size is like a, a regular person's house. So this 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 will probably land, guys. Let's do it. I just <laughs> imagine the so conversation different. of that. It, that's just so funny. Like, hey man, listen, here's this great idea I have. Yeah, what we're is all it? All going out, taking our yachts, uh-huh. and we're just okay. gonna be supportive to all the people suffering in the world right now. <laughs> oh, dude, that's a brilliant idea. I'll use my small yacht. I got four. I'll take the smallest one. Dude, that's a fucking brilliant idea. Let's do it. Let's do it, Matt. That would poor now. Yeah. Yeah. Where 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 are Levi's? I fit in. That's crazy. I'm sure they did it, man. There there's such a disconnect. Absolutely. I don't know. No, I've, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of disconnects out there, man. A lot of <laughs> dude. I was watching Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globes from 2020 again because oh, I watch that all the time. I'll just throw that sucker on to feel good. Oh, it's so. But I, there was like clips of like the after the opening speech where yeah. he made some joke about Harvey Weinstein and everybody started booing him, and he's just like, "You did it. You're the no one shit, yeah, dude." Like, <laughs> Yeah, he he's fucking brilliant. I like him. He doesn't he doesn't take any shit. He's not. He seems like he's not for that. You know what I mean? No, why should you be? Why should you be? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> why should you be? It's it's gross. It's it's morally reprehensible. Yeah. <laughs> Same with the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing. All morally reprehensible. And the people. Yeah, there's some with- there's some weird shit going on with that, dude. Yo, not a fan. Not a fan of that. Have you watched any of those documentaries? I only watched a few, and I was just like, I can't. Makes you sick. It makes you it does. like, like yeah, man. Stomach. It's so much. There's so much secrecy behind it too. Like everyone's involved, and no one like there's a fucking list of people's name, but no one wants to give out that list. Like people are dying, going missing. Like it's so fucking corrupt. Yep, hundred percent. It's so scary. Yep, because they run it. <laughs> Cause they run, yeah, dude. Look at Rome. Look at every time in human history. They all, it's the same shit over and over. It's the people who are like interested in power. There is, I forget his name, but there was a guy in Roman history, um, who was just kind of like a regular farmer who did really well for himself. 
And so yeah. they were struggling as a as a empire. So they hired this guy to be the leader of the country, the Caesar. And it was like the 30 most blissful years in Roman history. And the guy no that way. he just retired and went back home and was like, yeah, fuck it. Like, good luck. And then it went back to shit. <laughs> Whoa, dude, that's that's an awesome story. Right. I forget his name. Oh, fuck. It's going to bother me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll look that up after, but damn, dude. There's hope. <laughs> There's hope. There was like a glisten of like serenity and like well-being when a regular person who had his shit together and had fucking morals ran the country. Yep, cuz they're not in it for greed. Like if you watch all of these presidential candidates, all of them running, every single one is like this vain egotistical yeah all of them are doing it for their like glory of becoming president like hillary clinton's entire campaign speech like who she was is i'm a woman that's it yeah meanwhile her fucking dick was hanging out of her pants (laughs) (laughs) i saw that bulge that's but that's not like a like I vote for somebody with like a reason, like what is their viewpoint on things? Like I'm not saying Trump was a better choice because he wasn't. It's just yeah, <laughs> I know. Pick between a, a murderer and a rapist. Have fun, dude. Yeah, I get upset over that too. Like really, these are our options. This is it. But people who are smart don't want to fucking try to run the country. No, because it's it's a waste of time. They know they have to go like, into the belly of the beast. Yeah, fuck that. What a sad, what a sad, (laughs) yeah, man. (laughs) Fuck that is right. I will not do that. I'll make films about how awful it is and maybe other people will be inspired. (laughs) Maybe, possibly. You do you, Mason. Mason, let's wrap this up, dude. I appreciate you being here, man. This is a blast. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Thank you, man. Um, Go ahead and shout out like how people can contact you, where they can watch some of your your movies that you're going to be releasing. I don't know if you see my name on the podcast, but if you just type my first name dot last name on Instagram, you can find me. Um, So Mason.Aximit, A-K-S-A-M-I-T. You can hit me up on there, shoot me a DM. I typically respond, but most of my films are on there and there's links all up and down the page. Uh, If you don't have Instagram, just look up my name. Sure, you'll find me. Cool. Right on, man. Appreciate you for being here, dude. Thanks for taking the time and talking to me and uh, giving me and the listeners some knowledge. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, that was a fun time. Uh, have a good night. Awesome. All right. Later, Mason. Everyone at home, don't be a, don't be a creep. All right? Wash your hands. Peace. <laughs>